Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturdays with Jim Valley, 1 o'clock Eastern. So much to talk about here today. was not a slow weekend for professional wrestling. In fact, yesterday was probably the biggest day of the year for pro wrestling in terms of shows. We had a New Japan G1 show in the morning, three hours. We had a six-hour SummerSlam in the afternoon. And then we had another three-hour G1 in the evening. So if you watched everything... You watched 12 hours of professional wrestling just yesterday alone. And there was a lot of wrestling to talk about yesterday. We had all sorts of things happening. There's a new G1 champion. Kota Bushi won this year's G1 over Jay White in an outstanding main event in the finals of the G1 on Sunday night. We had great matches with Tanahashi Nokata versus Sabre and Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki pinned Okada. He is... Presumably the number one contender for the IWGP title after not even being in the G1. We had the return, for one night at least, of Katsuyori Shibata to set up the heel turn of Kenta. Kenta destroyed him, left him laying, and sat on his chest in the ultimate sign of disrespect. I don't think that Shibata is returning to wrestling. They did a lot more with him physically than I thought they would. But they turned Kenta heel. That was the big angle on Sunday night. We have a new WWE champion. Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar with a curb stomp. It's WrestleMania all over again, everybody. We had some good matches on the show, some bad matches on the show. Good crowd, bad crowd, all in the same evening. If you want to talk about the G1, if you want to talk about SummerSlam, if you want to talk about anything from this weekend, NXT TakeOver, you're welcome to do so today. I'm going to throw out the numbers after the break. Mike Sempervivi joins us as well. Lots of stuff to get into. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. When is a pencil more than a pencil? 
when it takes me from art class to gallery walls worldwide. Staples is your back-to-school destination. Find all the supplies and inspiration you need. Come in store this week for great deals under $1. Staples one-subject notebooks are just $0.25 each, and Staples comp books, Elmer's 4-ounce glue, and 24-pack Crayola crayons are just $0.50 each. Staples, back to school and beyond. In-store only. Offer ends 8 19 Limit 5 on Elmer's glue. Limit 30 on notebooks and crayons. While supplies last. Discount travel sites say they have the best prices, but Hilton.com has the price match guarantee. Look me in the eye. If you find a better rate, they match it and take 25% off. Yeah, well, this is radio, so just stare at the radio. Hilton.com has the best prices. Pinky swear. Or, you know, radio swear. Plus, you can choose your exact room and get free Wi-Fi. Cross my heart, stick a needle in my radio. Expect better. Expect Hilton. Must be a Hilton Honors member. Applicable terms and conditions at Hilton.com. Pinky swear. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? Car repair? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Pretty much ran over all of the biggest news in the opening segment. Then throw out the numbers. If you want to contact us here today, 844-411-5411 is the phone number. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. And I want to start with this right here, in case you guys didn't hear, because it wasn't even mentioned on Observer Radio last night. This person wants to know, what is more surprising, Edge spearing Elias or Shibata getting physical with the Bullet Club? Well, the answer to be a fair man is they're both shocking. And the reality is 
as awesome as that Shibata angle was with Kenta. And it was awesome. It's one of the greatest angles you'll ever see. The reality is, this guy, Shibata, nearly died. He had bleeding on the brain. had a very, very serious knee injury. And at the time, he was told he was never going to wrestle again. And I don't know what's going on. They kept this a super big secret last night from everybody there. Like, nobody knew that he was going to be there. But as of the end of last night, the belief was he's actually not going to be wrestling. He's not coming back for a match with Kenta. Now, I suppose they could do that. They could try to keep him safe. They were very careful last night to try to stay as far away from his head as possible. There was a PK, which was mostly to the shoulder, but you got to be careful. And with Edge, I mean, it's really the same story. Edge's neck was so bad that they wouldn't even allow him to do a retirement match of any sort whatsoever. Not like Edge and Christian in a tag and he does like one spot and wins. They wouldn't let him do anything in the ring. And yesterday, he showed up and delivered a spear. So it was a very interesting day of allowing guys that at one point were told you can never do anything physical in this ring again. Both of them ended up out there doing physical things. One had way more impact than the other, I can tell you that much. We didn't even talk about Edge last night. And Dave called the Shibata angle one of the greatest angles he'd seen in like 25 years. So very, very different usages of guys who should never be in the ring again. We'll see what happens with Shibata. But the reality is, one way or the other, whether the guy ever wrestles again, and everybody wants him to have that match with Kenta, whether he ever wrestles again, his usage in that angle helped propel Kenta from a guy who in the G1 a couple of days ago, according to Dave, people wanted to retire because he botched a spot, to all of a sudden being the hottest heel in all of New Japan, probably the hottest heel they've had in forever because of what he did to Shibata. It was a tremendous angle. It was awesome. Hottest heel since maybe Jay White joining the Bullet Club, right? You know, it's and here's the Bullet Club concept. It's dead. It's buried. I have heard that now. Going back to Finn Balor, they're gonna they're gonna ruin everything uh, with this, and somehow they keep it going. Somehow, some way, when you are sick of it, they they find a way to keep the damn thing going, and it is it is really quite impressive and. Even if he never steps foot in the ring again, that was an all-timer angle. No matter how you want to cut it, that was a classic, amazing angle that had the had the most important thing, the realism, because everybody knew what happened with, with Shibata, and everybody knows why he couldn't come back. So to see him go in and get physical, of course nobody expected it. it it's absolutely amazing, and... Will he have somebody at his employee that he goes out there and now feuds with Kenta with? Is this about go to it first and then maybe a build to somebody at the Dome? You know, who knows? Maybe it'll be him at the Dome. We'll have to see. I kind of, be honest, I kind of hope that doesn't happen. Um, as much as I'd love to see Shibata come back for one match, the reality is I would much rather see him be safe, too. So I, I've had enough good memories of Katsuyori Shibata. I don't need to see him come back. So we'll have to see what happens there. Edge, you know, I don't know how this is any different than maybe something on an acting set or something like that. I don't know how this is justified in anybody's minds, too. But, you know, grown man, he knows his body. I don't even know what to say. If he thought he could pull it off safe and he wanted to do it just that one more time, then I guess okay. And, I mean, I don't know. What do you do? Do you have him sign a, a no-fault 
before he gets in there? Do you have his agent do it, his lawyer look at it? I mean, I don't know exactly what the details are behind that, you know, but again, you know, the, the fact he was able to do it, it happened. Awesome. And that's probably all we're going to ever see of it again, but it's kind of too bad in Edge's case. It's getting overshadowed so much with whatever happened on the show and then what took place all weekend long worldwide. All right. Very, very quickly here. If you didn't watch anything yesterday and you want to know what to watch, Natty versus Becky Lynch submission match was pretty good. Ziggler and Goldberg was exactly what you would expect. Goldberg destroyed him, came back, destroyed him again, came back, destroyed him a third time. Ricochet versus AJ for the U.S. title was a very good match that nobody cared about at all. Do you like clothes? We'll get to that. Same with Ember Moon and Bailey, although that was not nearly as good as a Ricochet match. No. Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon is absolutely wretched in the ring, but the oh. fans love this match. Exactly. And so if you want to see a match with great heat, watch that one. <laughs> Charlotte and Trish I thought was a good match, all things considered. Not a great match. They worked their asses off. It was Trish Stratus's last match, so if you want to see history, watch that one. Orton versus Kofi for the U.S. title was an average match with an awful finish. Awful finish. Just yeah. a lame countout. We can talk about that later. Fiend destroyed Finn Balor quickly because Finn Balor, either now or after Raw tonight, is taking time off. To finish it should have been. The gimmick is great. The fans love the gimmick. It's totally different. Thumbs up. And the SummerSlam main event was, I thought, outstanding. I thought they just had a great match. They turned Seth Rollins from a guy who got booed coming out to a guy who was cheered like crazy after the match. He beat Brock Lesnar with a curb stomp. He overcame all the odds. He took a wild beating and won in the end. I thought that was fantastic. Any thoughts yeah. on SummerSlam? Much ado about nothing when he came to Seth's reaction. I was wondering what it was going to be last night. You know, He was and... booed. Well, yeah, he was. A different first, match. And... This might not have worked out for him. But yeah, it was such then... a great match, they turned the people. <laughs> it's, it's, Ken, it's that... It's that Brock Lesnar X factor that he just, you know, nobody else is going to pick up Seth Rollins by his, his rib tape and then swing him around in such a cartoonish fashion. It was it's awesome. Like, I mean, that's when pro wrestling, I mean, again, you know, the, the reality of the Shibata and the, the unexpected of something so simple, it could be done so well. I mean, the same exact way with, with Brock and Seth Rollins with that story. And, you know, it's too bad the whole buildup for this show sucked so bad and so many cases whether it be ember and bailey or whether it even be you know the, the lead up to this i thought was was not very well uh very well done but yeah they certainly saved the day with that main event last night for for sure i've gotten a lot of messages by the way before we go to the g1 matches you should watch that the new wwe network there were a lot of complaints about it there are a lot of glitches i talked about this yeah. a couple of days ago they're aware of them they are trying to fix them but one thing that Apparently is it's a thing on the new network. You cannot watch on multiple devices. You cannot share your password. I've gotten messages all day today from people who they were sharing with a friend and one of them could not watch it. This guy was watching in the living room. He went to make snacks, turned on his tablet, and the network in the living room shut off saying the maximum number of devices had been reached, which was one. So... For, when did it launch? 2014? Something like that. For five years now, I've heard about people sharing their password with multiple people. 
And I always ask why. Like, I understand one or two because maybe you're watching upstairs and downstairs or whatever. But, I mean, I had people saying I share it with, like, eight friends or whatever. Now it is set to one, which is Good. probably – that's excessive, oh, okay? I, well, if you can't two. go in the other room and watch it, that's excessive. Well, I think you also might want to refresh your, your, your stuff as well, too, because it happened to me. Uh, but then I refreshed, and I'm, it was on my phone and on my computer, and it was fine. So th- there seems to be two, or maybe it's also could be a, a case of IP or something like that, too. But I didn't have a problem with two, but that's good. I mean, they should have done that. I mean, from a business point of view, it's incredibly stupid to have so many people out there bragging so much of how they're taking money out of your pocket. Now, with that said... There's some other aspects of it that desperately need to be fixed pretty fast. Back in a moment, Observer Live. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 
That's 800-984-4207. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Last night I tweeted... Lesnar lifting and then airplane spinning Rollins around by his rib tape was better than anything the G1. Come at me. Boy, oh boy, you can't say anything on Twitter. I'll come at you. The the fire and vitriol that this huh. wacky, goofy tweet led to was completely insane. But to be fair, I, I did watch that before I watched both of the G1 shows last night. And I will say that there were, in fact, better things on the G1 than Lesnar spinning around by his rib tape. And one of those was, let's just start from the beginning. The B-Block Finals. Yano versus Jeff Cobb was all right. Ishii versus Taichi. Taichi, of all people, mm. had the greatest match. There was no BS. There was no gimmicks. There was no interference. Taichi went out there, attacked him from the opening bell, beat the hell out of him. They fought back and forth like crazy people. And finally, Taichi hit the Black Mephisto for the pin. So he's obviously the number one contender for the Never title. This match, everybody, was so good. If you hate Taichi, watch this match, and you will see how good Taichi is capable of being when he's not doing all of the BS. That match was great. Juice Robinson John Moxley was fine. Goto and Shingo had an Absolutely incredible match. Which, by the way, if you want to know a spot that was better than Brock Lesnar spinning Seth Rollins around by his rib tape, they did this spot where they both hit the ropes at the same time. And I'm not talking like this lame rope hitting you see today. This is like Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and their prime hitting the ropes. They hit these ropes so hard, and they ran at each other, and Shingo hit him in mid-run with a pumping bomber. And Goto flipped like 10 times in the air and crashed on the ground and sweat was flying. It was, I swear to God, I don't care all you people tell me that Stan Hansen would disagree. That right there was the single greatest lariat spot I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not even being hyperbolic or whatever, hyperbaric. I'm not in an oxygen chamber. I put this up on my Twitter at Brian Alvarez. Go watch this spot. I watched it 50 times over and over again. My God, that was awesome. Naito and Jay White was great, but it wasn't as good as Goto Shingo. And then, on night two, another tremendous night. Kota Bushi, Jay White in the G1 Finals. I had to hear people talking about how Jay White sucked, not understanding what a heel is because they're so concerned about in-ring grappling. This guy was the best heel ever. Kota Bushi was the best babyface ever. All you idiots to talk about how babyface and heels don't matter, get out of here. It's 2019. We had the best babyface heel dynamic I've seen in years. They had a blowaway match, and Jay White lost. After kicking out, by the way, of the Kamagoye the first time, he ate it the second time and got pinned with no knee pad. This match was outstanding. And the Tanahashi Okada Zack Sabre uh, Jr. Minoru Suzuki match was great. Rest of the show was a bunch of tag matches, but my God, what a great main event. 
Go watch these matches, everybody, and quit complaining about everything. Enjoy your wrestling. Enjoy, enjoy what you like. Um, and I'm sure there's somebody that is, I can't believe these guys are going off on New Japan. Look, if you love your style of wrestling more and you just think it's the bestest in the whole wide world, great. This is what I can tell you uh, from somebody that's watched a lot of pro wrestling, been around a long time. Nobody does pro wrestling better than New Japan pro wrestling. Nobody. They, as far as what the traditions of, of pro wrestling are supposed to be, the, the rooted in sport, you know, and, and I'm, again, they're not perfect. The referee abuse, their tag division, there's a lot of things you can criticize New Japan for, but they get the big things right. <laughs> they get a lot of the, in fact, most of the little things, the details, they also get right. And because of that, it's a coherent product. It's an easy product to follow. Everything makes sense, even... Even if you have to give them the benefit of the doubt because something really doesn't make any sense on the surface, let's just say, for example, Sonata defeating Okada, looking like he may have gotten himself another title match for the fall or maybe a copper box, but then he loses the follow. Oh, Hold on. Not everything is perfect. Hold on. That doesn't make any sense. It makes com no sense whatsoever. And then you see what you saw last night which was a little bit of breath, bring breathe, breathe back into the Bullet Club, and that's to a lesser extent. But the bigger thing is you've now removed Sonata and his claim for the title out of the way because Minoru Suzuki, who defeated Okada last night, very clearly now has the easy path to get to in what's most likely going to be the Copper Box in London but could possibly be King of Pro Wrestling in October. So even that served a purpose to clean. And again, you didn't have to do it, but it does give you the storyline excuse to clear him out of the way. And considering that storyline excuses used to be a very important thing in pro wrestling because, you know, there are rules here and there are stories that need to be followed, you know, it plays into everything perfectly. So, again, you always have to give Ghetto the benefit of the doubt. Not everything is perfect, but you see how they keep recycling things and keep everything going. And he has had a run now that has been as impressive as almost anyone's over the years as far as consistency on top of being able to crank out a, a really impressive product. Listen, I, I love Minoru Suzuki, and you can do whatever you want. But if I'm the booker, after that Sonata-Okada match, the 29-minute and 48-second match or whatever, and Sonata wins at the end, the place is just unglued, the last thing I'm thinking is, I need to find a way to move this guy out of the way for a while. I, I look, I don't, I don't disagree because of how that match went. But if that's, if that's the reason, and that's certainly could possibly be the reason, then you know there you go. Because again, you did you have to have Minoru Suzuki necessarily beat Okada clean? <laughs> you know, you didn't necessarily need to have to do that to set up a title match with him either. It's just very easy to do it that way, and you give yourself the excuse. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. It's BJ from Arizona. Yep. Hey, um, I, first off, I haven't been able to call in a while. I just wanted to congratulate you on the new baby in the book. Oh, thank you. Of course. Um, I did want to ask you, with the next NXT TakeOver being War Games, I was trying to think of you know what they could possibly do. The only thing I could come up with was Undisputed Era versus Imperium from NXT UK. But that would mean, you know, obviously Cole wouldn't defend the title at that point. He'd be in the. So are we sure event. that they're doing the war games? Is that like they're doing with WWE, where every fall it's war games, whether it needs to be a war games or not? 
I'm pretty sure it was confirmed. I'm not 100%, but I think it was. Yeah. If they do do it, do you, is there any idea that you have of like where they may go with it if it's not undisputed versus Imperium? Because like it's it's gonna it would be an unbelievable match, but at the same time, if that's the case, obviously Cole can't defend the title, you know, and then they they have to do some, you know something else with that. But I was just wondering your thoughts on it. I have absolutely no idea what they're gonna do for War Games. I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, here's what here's I don't know. I don't like. Having to do war games because it's September. I hate that. Like, if it's time to do war games, if you've got a feud, no one should ever call this show going, well, war games is coming up. Do we have anything for war games? What? Well, that's a huge problem now, isn't it? If you have something that logically leads to a war games match, then do war games. Otherwise, don't do it just for the sake of doing it. I mean, shouldn't we have learned that lesson from the main roster and Hell in a Cell and all of the times that things got screwed up because they had to do a certain pay-per-view at a certain time instead of when it meant something. So, yeah, I don't uh, – I hope that's not next. But I guess – I'm sure someone will text me at any moment and tell me whether that's actually next. That's one of those ones where it was, I used to make fun of TNA Lockdown. Why is this match in a cage? Because we're having a show of all cage matches. Like, this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, and but I- you know what? It's very weird. It, that's one of those things where it doesn't make any sense. But for some reason, it always was one of their biggest pay-per-views of the year because fans heard all cage matches, and they were like, oh, my God, we got to buy this show. But from a creative point of view, it doesn't sell, you know, I mean, it doesn't help anything, you know, at all. And it's like you said, if you have a reason to arc to to a War Games, then go ahead and do that. But, you know, a way you could do it and still have Cole defend the title is, weave in other people to the story. I mean, you could have the Street Profits team with somebody because they're still into it with, you know, with with Undisputed Era. And, I mean, there's ways you can kind of tie it all together, but you're going to have to tie it all together. And I don't know if that's really, again, I don't know if that's really worth doing. Just do something else. You can still do a theme for a pay-per-view without having to do the gimmick match. You can still sell the toy with the NXT replica ring at Walmart at Christmas time without actually having to do the match. I mean, I just, again, I think we're past that. I understand it from a marketing point of view. I understand why they do these things, but, like, you can still sell that nonsense and, and have something different for the match itself. Spurs says, War Games is next. It's been confirmed for Chicago. And, by the way, I'm sure they do a lot of things for marketing, but this is one of those things where I look at the financials every quarter, and, like, to, to do stupid booking, to sell, like, a, a literal one drop in the ocean as far as, like, merchandise for some of this stuff. It's like, get your priorities straight, people. But I mean, the, come the, on. But that's what they do. And, look, I mean, maybe, the, look, it, it's, it is Chicago, too. So, you know, I'm sure they want to do a can you top this in Chicago. Oh, here's, here's another one, by the way. So, yes, it is confirmed. It is Chicago. It is November. So here's something that we got to figure out over the next few months. Like, they got to tape a bunch of shows. And they may or may not be going to FS1 for two hours coming up in October. There's nothing confirmed, but that's certainly the rumor. So how is that going to change taping? How is that going to change booking? How is that going to change anything? Who's going to be in charge of that? Is Vince taking over once they go to FS1? A lot of questions. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
got a bathroom remodel and clients counting on you to pull it all together. Lots of good reasons to count on The Home Depot. Find complete, coordinated bath product collections, the latest trends and designs from top brands like Delta. It's easy to pull together an amazing look when you know where to look. The latest collections from Delta, in-store or online. Now at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for $100 a month? No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. Ends 916-19. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to give us a call here today, 844-411-5411. Text messages, 425-780-7566. Let's get into some of these right now. This person says it's been hard to catch up with all of this wrestling. Any can't-miss matches from this past weekend's takeover? Thank you. Candice LeRae, Io Shirai. I actually thought it was the best match on the show. Slightly better than the Gargano match with Adam Cole. Which, by the way, we didn't talk about it last night, but Vinny absolutely loved the main event. 
I thought the main event was the weakest of their three matches. Doesn't mean it was bad by any stretch of the imagination. But I thought they did too much. I thought it went a little too long. I thought the Johnny Gargano character was kind of an idiot, getting himself purposely disqualified in the first fall of a three-fall match, which, by the way, when the match was over, he was certainly an idiot. Cost himself the match right there. But Io Shirai and Candice Ray was the best WWE women's match. Like, I can't even remember a better one. It was so good. And it's going to be a long time probably before you see another one that good. So those are two matches to check out from the TakeOver show. They got too cute with the main event. You know, it was just it was a game of can you top this? And they did have, you know, when the over-under bar is set at five stars, you know, it's they, they were going to try to go all out. But they, you know, they it was just it was the, the, the weapons and just the, the whole the whole production of it and the double fall off at the end. It just didn't. I can understand why people loved it, especially Vinny. I'm sure he doesn't watch weekly or anything like that. So it was probably a hell of a spectacle for him. But it just when you see where again and this is all a preference so it's definitely my preference so you know anybody out there can choose how they want to look at it but you know whereas new japan does the game of can you top this and sometimes physically they they shouldn't do some moves that, that some of these guys do but like okada okada can play can you top this and he doesn't really put himself or his opponent in any real risk that's kind of what I would have liked more out of Gargano and Cole. And I get that this is a blood feud and everything, but it's kind of gotten to the point where it was like with Gargano and, and, and Tommaso, I got it because of, of how their rivalry and, and the, you know, the, the legitimate blood feud friendship and all that stuff with this. It's like, I don't know. It's gotten to the point where some of these things where they're doing stuff again, it's kind of just to do it. And it's just not, it's not resonating with me the same way I guess it is for some others, but I just, the, the double fall off and the weapons on the top, it just, I don't want to say hokey cause that would be insulting to him. And I don't want to insult really anybody. Cause again, I get, I get what they were trying to do, but it just, it didn't work for me that the, the to go in a little bit more of a sporting direction probably would have been better for me. Just, that's just me. Okay. We got one of these people. This is the entire text message. Your take on NXT TakeOver is awful. You absolutely know better. What are you talking about? How about you specify a little bit more? My take was absolutely completely fair. Io Shirai and Candice was absolutely awesome. And Gargano Cole was not as good as their first two matches, which I believe got five stars and five and a half stars by Dave. What's the problem, buddy? Person says, Brian, thought you might find this interesting. ESPN is now doing their own star ratings. Wow. Well, they're welcome to. Anybody can do star ratings. You're allowed to Does do whatever you want. at this point? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like everybody's a son of Dave who was a son of Cornette or George. I don't can't remember, remember who came up with the stars. Norm Kites or whoever the hell it was with the, the stars. But, like, I mean, if you think about it, what's five stars? An A. What would four be? A B. I mean, you can look at it that way. You know, excellent, you know, very good, average, good. Whatever. I mean, who cares? Like everybody's going to rate something anyway. And at this point, does it really matter who it was? As long as you like it, you like it. If you are that insulted that Dave Meltzer rated a match in a certain way and didn't rank another one that you may have liked, who cares? How does that like ruin your entertainment value? Okay. So I got a couple things. This person here says it astounds me. There are people out there who hate Brock. He is so great at making everything. He does look believable. His offense is selling his kickouts all look great. I could watch him main event every pay-per-view. And that leads me to this. Same guy. Correction. Both of your takes were terrible. 
Io and Candice weren't the best match, and Cole Gargano was the best of their matches. See, it's people like this yeah. and people that don't get Brock where it's like, there's two options here. I'm sure you're a nice fella in real life, but you're either ignorant or you're an idiot. And I deal with these people too. every single day, people who are either Fool. ignorant or they're idiots. Every time something gets posted on YouTube, I always have to, like, if you go through the comments, you'll always hear the people. This is Reddit. This is YouTube. This is Twitter. They will say, Brian hates everything. Why does he keep watching? Like, you have to be so stupid to make a comment like that. I keep watching because I've been doing this for 24 years, and it's my career. If I don't like it, I'm going to tell you. If I do like it, I'm going to tell you. It's my opinion. If you think that my opinion is wrong, then quite frankly, you're stupid. Everybody has an opinion. You have one. I have one. Now, this whole... Here's the thing when you see stuff on the internet that I say when you see these video clips, okay? 90% of the time, people love to post my rants. Rarely do they bother posting when I rave about something. So if you're somebody that goes, oh my gosh, Brian hates everything. Well, you're ignorant or you're stupid. You should pay more attention. You should listen to the things that I say before you rant and rave about me. Or you should not even bother. I don't believe, I cannot believe that I have to explain this to people. But I deal with this every day. So, yes, I am going to call some people stupid. And I am going to call some people ignorant. Because they deserve it. If they don't want to be called ignorant or stupid, they need to smarten up or they need to pay attention. Period. Next hot take here. Dummies. As someone who was in Toronto last weekend, I can confirm that I did not hear a single person arguing over whether Becky or Natalia had the superior submission move. Good. <laughs> well, I would be very worried about that. That's what they claimed last night. Mm. This person here says, I've been a subscriber for four years now. You always seem to be pretty honest about what's good and bad. I also loved the main event last night. Yes, I'm going to try to be as fair as I can. I'm going to try to be as fair as I can. That's it. If you happen to be somebody who loves one promotion over another, and you cannot bear to hear that something in your favorite promotion I didn't like, then there's plenty of podcasts on the internet. There's plenty of places to go to hear people talk about wrestling. You probably should go somewhere else. I'm going to give you my honest feedback every single time. Goes for you AEW people to quit being bitches. Just because somebody doesn't like something or somebody critiques something about the brand new product doesn't mean anybody wants it to fail. Doesn't mean that their WWE stands or that they're too old or they don't get it or anything else. It's just very simple. People are giving their opinion on something new. And if they don't hear those things, then how will they actually ever know? As long as you're being fair about what you're saying and being honest and not being a troll about it, then, you know, what more could you actually ask for? So I just, please. My buddy Sky, who was at Super China Buffet yesterday, says, I wonder if Brent is still sitting at the restaurant counting his gift cards. Well, I was told by Brent that he had visitors coming at 10 p.m., so I'm pretty sure that he went home. I don't know how he got there, but he went home. This person here says, just like you and everybody else, Brian, I had zero expectations going into Rollins versus Brock, but that main event of SummerSlam really turned out to be great. I didn't say I had zero expectations for the match. I thought the match was going to be very good because it's Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. But I was flabbergasted 
by the way that they booked Seth Rollins. I said they made him look like an absolute geek, and I predicted that he was going to be booed and Brock was going to be cheered. Which, by the way, led to another person on the list of idiots who said, this is the dumbest prediction Brian has ever had. Which, by the way, 24 years. The dumbest prediction I've ever made. Oh, there's been plenty worse. I was going to say, <laughs> there have been a thousand worse predictions than that one. But and I was dead on with that one. This dude came out and he was booed. They looked at him like he was a geek. They cheered Brock Lesnar. And yes, he turned them at the end because they had, as I predicted, by the way, a great match. You're never wrong, boss. I am wrong sometimes. I wasn't wrong about that. That's another one. How many times I've said on this show I was wrong? I say it all the time. Everybody ignores that. They only concentrate on when I point out when I was right because they want to be outraged about something. I understand the Internet. Don't think I don't. (laughs) First, says more needs to be said about the Fiend's entrance. It looked amazing. The new version of his theme is awesome. Bray White's head was the lantern. I only hope he shows up on Raw SmackDown to pick his victim and only wrestles them on the big shows. I know I am you fine are with riding all of high. That. I know your guys are riding high with this. I, I, I'm not as bullish as you guys. I, I like the new look. Everything about this is fine. Is this all it's going to be? Uh, you know, are we going to have to still have the, the skits every week? You know, or it's the bizarre Piper's Pit? You know, I just, I, I, everything is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much. I don't trust WWE to keep this thing going for that long. And I know Bray Wyatt looks fantastic. We'll see if he's added anything to his repertoire inside the ring. But, like, you know, that was one of the big problems with Bray Wyatt matches. After they went about five or six minutes, it's like we've, we've kind of seen everything. We know how this is going to go. So, I don't know. I, I just I really want to see this thing play out. It's it's great to be fired up about something, but uh, they don't. I don't trust them. The same uh, credit I give to Ghetto as far as like giving him the benefit of the doubt. It's hard to give to them about anything. First says Brian. It's a shame people don't talk about your rave reviews because a lot of them are actually great, like the Ishii Naito match from last year. Speaking of G one, is Vinny going to review a few matches? Goto versus yes, Goto and Shingo. I need to show Vinny. He, you want to see a guy getting excited about wrestling? How about how you know? You know, nobody mentions last night that Vinny was so excited during the main event of Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins when Brock spun him around by his rib tape that he leaped to his feet. He leaped to his feet, everybody, and he began marching around the house with his arms in the air, screaming, "Yes!" He was so excited. Nobody mentions that. They only say, "Oh, Vinny complains about everything. All he does is complain." Well, yeah, because the Internet focuses on the negative. Unless you're a subscriber and you listen to everything, and then you get to hear the positives and the negatives. Did he make the Santino, like the the trumpet? The trumpet, yes. He actually did the marching trumpet. It was crazy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say now. Go ahead. This person here says, I think the MVP of SummerSlam weekend was Io Shirai, but the title honor now and let her have barn burning matches every takeover instead of the constant drags that are Shayna matches. Well, I would actually say that the breakout star of TakeOver was Candice LeRae. Because, like, everybody knows that Io Shirai is great, and Io Shirai has been out there being great for a while now. But Candice, as she said herself, I finally got to be Candice LeRae. She was always just Gargano's girlfriend. She would get mad about things. She would show up at ringside. There would be a brawl here or there. 
she actually got to go in with a great wrestler and have a great wrestling match, and I thought they stole the show. So this was her weekend. That's why I used her picture for the Saturday Night Observer Radio. She deserved it. That's nice. To, well, wow, what an honor. Is she, <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be on her... Uh... Uh, on her tombstone there but like yeah i mean that's the one thing with her is like that's the reason you signed her in the first place the fact that she's good and we finally got a chance to see it i know everybody man she should go up the main roster no leave her where she is leave everybody where they are they're fine there Bert says i appreciate your honest reviews because it helps me pick and choose which matches to watch and focus on as it's hard with kids and full-time jobs tell me about it this weekend was tough and no one here said that gargano cole sucked I said the other two matches were better. That doesn't mean this was bad. They had the two greatest matches in the history of WWE. How is saying that this one was the worst of the three, like this major burial of TakeOver and Gargano and Cole? It's not. Bunch of Buddy Murphys in this world. Back in a moment. Observer Live. less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heart and mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. 
Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a five-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631-800-570-9631-800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, I've been a subscriber three years. I feel like you definitely speak what's on your mind, but I feel sometimes you contradict yourself to prove your point. It makes you come off as disingenuous, but it's okay. I get it. I've said things that were wrong to try and prove a point as well, LOL. Well, listen. I sent that one. Listen. Name, name one example. Like, I don't want you to tell me that I do it. I want you to tell me which one I did. I know one that people are thinking today. Why does Brian get mad at Will Ospreay for not selling his knee enough, but they don't get mad that Seth is doing splashes with busted ribs? Well, yes, if you look at it on the surface, it seems like I'm not being fair. But if you actually think, which is tough on the Internet, I know. Filthy Tom Lawler. I can ask him on Wednesday. Filthy Tom Lawler has had busted ribs, for real, and he has had a busted knee. For real, okay? When you blow out your knee, it is one of two points of bipedal locomotion, okay? When you don't have a leg, you can't walk, you can't run, you can't jump. Anybody who has ever blown out their knee can tell you this. Bipedal locomotion? When you pop your rib out, you know what? Yeah, it hurts like hell. But it's not like you can't do anything. It just hurts to do everything. So... If you're fighting for your life with a bruised or broken rib, you can do it, okay? If you get your knee destroyed, you can't run. You can't jump. You can't do space-flying tiger drops. It's impossible. So, in fact, it's not the same thing. Seth Rollins having injured ribs and, and Will Ospreay having his knee torn out. Which, by the way, I didn't even mention this, but Will Ospreay... Less than 24 hours after he got his knee torn out in that match with Tanahashi, he was 100% fine on the show last night. He didn't sell a thing. Anyway, we're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, we'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live.